Welcome to TalkErie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie, PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We were saying, can you imagine what this guy's schedule is like? You know? <laughs> it is crazy, that's for sure. I mean, I worked hard 40 years with PNC Bank, yes. but I've never worked this hard. But I've never enjoyed a job this much either. So. <laughs> well, that well, that's good news to know. Yeah, it works in both ways. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right in on this uh, this particular policing plan yes. that. Uh, you know, the, things got pretty hot and bothered out yes. at, at city council. What's your perspective on all that? Well, I, yeah, I think what we're proposing at the police is very important. It's going to make Erie a much better place to, to be. It seems like, um, you know, maybe some of the council members don't totally understand what it is we're trying to accomplish. We're happy to take whatever time. I respect everybody's opinion. I'm happy to mm -hmm. take whatever time's needed to explain things. But what we're going to do is, you know, right now, one of the main problems is a large majority, well over 50% of current uh, things that happen in Erie that are crimes never get followed up on by the police. They just don't have time to do it right now. Wow. There's, there's not enough people. And the most important thing we're missing right now, right now we're getting about 20 calls a day for domestic violence of some kind, 20 calls a day. They go, they don't know what they're walking into. There could be a shooting going on or you know, people could have knives. They settle things. And then they move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. But there's no follow-up. 30 years ago, we had a group. All they did was follow up on those types of incidents and also follow up with the homeless people, which we probably have 400 or so homeless on the streets every day. Over the course of last year, I know we had about 1,100 total homeless over the course of the year. Uh, and some people are homeless for a week or two. Some people are homeless for months uh, mm. and don't have a place to live. And this new group that we're hiring, uh, I think they're going to start next week since it was approved by city council. They're going to work with those two groups, the homeless and people where there's domestic violence going on and try to change those things for the better to eliminate problems in the future. So coming out of the police department, is that more soft social services element when you're dealing with domestic violence or dealing with uh, juveniles? Or, I mean, it's 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 not just lock them and and and, oh. and cuff them and put them in jail. There are there there are parts to law enforcement that are kind of a protective factor in a this. Absolutely, regard. and those those that kind of law enforcement can prevent prevent yeah. the bigger problems from happening. The, the fights, the shootings, the stabbings, that sort of thing. That's what we want to prevent. Uh, let's grab a quick phone call here. Hey, you're live with Mayor Joe Schember here on Talk Erie. Hey, good uh, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Good afternoon. Joel? Yes, sir. Yeah, you'll have to, because of our setup, you'll have to ask the question, and then the mayor will answer off the air. Thank you. Right. Okay, I got a little uh, question for you, Mr. Mayor, and, uh, I was listening to the uh, Super Soul Saturday the other day, Timmy Mac and Dinah, and there was an advertisement. And it's for a new uh, social club in Erie called Prive, P-R-I-V-E. And uh, they, uh, in the advertisement, they said they're going to be celebrating this Juneteenth. And there's going to be a nice fireworks display at this Pride Social Club. Now, where this Pride Social Club is, it's the old on deck. If you're familiar with the old on deck by the ballpark on Hess Avenue, 1100 Block East 11th. 
and uh, they were advertising this fireworks. So I called Mr. Rocco. Are you familiar with him? I'm, I'm assuming. Of course. And he's the city's licensing agent. I take and I asked Mr. Rocco if there's a uh, if there was a uh, license to shoot these fireworks off, and uh, he stated no. So I think this place is going to just be another nuisance nuisance establishment. So you might be able to nip this in a bud. Uh, come uh, Juneteenth, uh, I'll be listening for your answer. All right. Thanks so much, uh, Mayor. We just got a little bit of time. Go ahead. I, you know, I've not heard about PRIVE at all. I know nothing about it. That's kind of, I didn't quite understand what the question is. Uh, basically, uh, a non-permitted fireworks display. Well, uh, how would you chase that down? Obviously, the, that should be reported, and the police should respond to it. Okay. And try to do that quickly. A lot of consequential conversations going on around town. Uh, certainly the, the biggest one that we're dealing with, uh, obviously, is ARP funds and, and the dis distribution of them. You're feeling that, uh, that after all of this, this is more of a misunderstanding of what the priorities are, or is it an actual... Um, uh, ideology uh, hmm. reflection of like, hey, we we just don't think. I, I mean, I, I quote I quoted uh, the Kevin Flower story from this morning, uh -huh. and he's quoting um, he's quoting Nelson saying uh, that. Uh, here's the quote from Kevin Flower's story: Our police department is overfunded. Is the Erie PD overfunded? No, it, it definitely is not. You know, we, we had probably 40 more police officers 30 years ago than we have now. Uh, and due to budgets, they've been cut over the years. Now we see an opportunity to bring more back. Right now, as I was saying earlier, there's no follow-up after the police mm -hmm. deal with an incident. And the police don't have time just don't have time to follow up. They have to go from one incident to another and deal with things. This is something things like 5,000 calls. I don't know if it was... Uh, a year or a month. I mean, it's like this oh. ridiculous, like tons of calls. All yeah, the time. it's like it's like there's like uh, well over a thousand a week. Uh, right? Oh, so, so you're up to fifty-two thousand a year, and more than half of them just don't get. They're, they're never dealt with because there's no time for anybody to follow up. Our detectives, each detective does about three hundred and eighty cases a year. That's more than one a day, <laughs> and you think of the investigation that has to go, to go into it, uh, and Again, they're not getting to over half of them. They try to prioritize, get to the ones that are more serious. Uh, obviously, any shootings or killings or things like that are top priorities. And they've been pretty successful in dealing with those as well. But we really need more policemen. I, I mean, it seems to me anybody that would say we have too many is, doesn't know what they're talking about, actually. They need to do more research and talk to the police. Doesn't that kind of create a moral hazard, especially if someone is, is bent on doing uh, ill, if yeah. someone is bent on either, you know, committing a robbery or, or uh, just going against the law, if they know that, geez, the police are overwhelmed, I, I'm going to get away oh, with yeah, this absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that crime has increased in the area yeah. through the pandemic. The police weren't able to follow up. Put your headphones on, Mayor. Oh. We'll grab another phone call here. Um, uh, hi, you're live with uh, Joel Natale and Mayor Joe Schember here on Talk Erie. Good afternoon, Joel, Mayor Schember. Hey, Mr. Schember, you know, I, I want to apologize to you for the way that uh, city council acted at that meeting here. Um, 
you know, you have the president of council um, making fun pretty much of someone who was speaking to be heard, you know, asking if that person had maybe had mental issues. And then you have this. The police kind of guy. I mean, he was that before he ever got elected. So I apologize for that. But um, my question is, and I know you've answered this question, but I got to tell you, Mr. Mayor, I, I'm very concerned. Okay, I live over here on the east side, 9th Street area, between Ash and Wallace, and we have teenagers driving these illegal mini bikes the wrong way down a one-way street and they have little children they're they're given it's like they're just circling the block giving little kids i'm talking little kids a ride on these uh mini bikes and you know i know you know i can call the police whatever you know i and i know that the police have maybe better things to do with their time but um you know, I, I don't know who can do something about it. I'm very concerned that one of these kids are going to fall off this bike or they're going to be, they don't stop at the intersections, they're going to get hit by another car traveling the other way. I mean, the people who drive in this town are dangerous anyhow. They blow through intersections on their phone with their music loud. You know, they don't even stop for emergency vehicles, so they're not going to stop for a, a mini bike. But if you could, you know, try to help out with that situation, I'd appreciate it. Joe, you and Cheney and all you guys have a nice weekend. Happy Father's Day to all of you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Mayor, uh, again, um, uh, the, you know, an area in a, in a residential neighborhood with uh, kind of a lot going on down there. Yeah, and you, you have to report if there's a problem like yeah. what he described because we're, we're not going to know what's going on unless somebody calls. If the police can get there, they will, depending on, you know, what they've got going on and, and where their priorities mm -hmm. are in terms of current crimes or that sort of thing. But th there will be times the police can respond immediately. There will be times when they're tied up and they can't get there maybe for an hour. Uh, but uh, I would still encourage, I think the only thing we can do is report something like that to the police when you see it and then let them follow up. <laughs> As we go into the summer now, I mean the the hot months. Generally, a lot of uh, a lot of activity and lawlessness happens in the summer. Uh, are, are you confident that Erie will have a safe summer? Uh, I, I'm fairly confident, especially with the new officers that we'll be hiring and bringing in, and and they'll be taking over the patrolling mm -hmm. and some of our existing officers who have a lot of good experience will be following up now with homeless, uh, with people where there were f family problems. They'll be going to these homes, talking to them, trying yeah. to prevent it from happening again. Do we have a problem, speaking of homelessness, do we have a vagrancy problem? Do we have a problem with panhandling in this town? There, I know there is some of it that, that goes on, definitely. Uh, I get asked for money walking up and down State Street. <laughs> Usually I give them something, but yeah. uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. But. Uh, we yeah we probably have at any given point four to five hundred people uh, wow. on the street with no home no money and they're going to be asking other people for money. Yeah, I, I didn't know you know when someone has a sign out or something like that. I don't know if that's technically breaking an ordinance or you know what's going on with that, and uh, it just makes me it makes me wonder you know where that's all coming from. And yeah. should, I mean again, when you, when you have so much to do, uh, picking on a homeless person may not be the 
the thing that they want to do. Let's uh, grab one more call here. Great. Hey, you're live with Joel Natale here on Talk Erie and with Mayor Joe Schember. Hey, Joel, thanks for talk, taking my call. And good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Uh, just a quick question. You know, with all this heat, uh, it's been extremely hot in the city. Uh, just wanted to get some executive advice as to where I could find the coldest beer in town. <laughs> I think I'll hang up and listen to your answer. <laughs> <laughs> so when you need that uh, cold one, Mayor, uh, what do you think? I'd say you go to any place that sells cold beer and you'll get a nice cold beer. I'm not a beer drinker myself, so I, I can't tell you based on my experience. But grow, growing up, was there was there a particular corner barn uh, that uh, your family would go to every once in a while or not really? You, there was a place called uh, Martucci's. Oh, yes, on on Myrtle, right? Yes, we went there like once a month. Is that right? And my dad would get a beer. (laughs) I would get a root beer. (laughs) My dad would buy the the Kohler cases from Uh, the beer distributor. We had them in the basement. I mean, he was like a a one or two beer a week kind of guy, uh, you know, Friday night kind of thing. But he was working so much, he never even had time for beer. But (laughs) hey, uh, speaking of dads, you know what? I I I I I warned you. I wanted to kind of pivot here. Um, I do. uh, I do want to talk about Airbnb, but let's save that for next time. I really okay. want to yeah. find out what is our, you know, where the, where those uh, ordinances are standing. Is that is that mostly over at uh, City Council right now, or do yes. you guys have, it, have you guys proposed something on from the, the fifth floor? Or yeah, no? Ed, Ed Butts, our solicitor, has okay. based on their input, has given them recommendations back, and it's probably a couple meetings ago, actually. Okay. And I don't know if, I think they're having trouble deciding, to be honest. So, so council's having trouble deciding. Yes, okay. that's the next step. They have to pass something. All right, uh, we'll, we'll take it up with council. All right. So growing up, uh, you you grew up in that, uh, you know, that uh, sixth ward, right? The, yeah, 22nd and Cascade. All right, so what is that? Still considered the third ward, or is that the sixth? I can't remember. I think it's still the third. I could be okay. wrong. Okay, no. yeah, well, that's where I grew up, 18th okay. And, okay. and Myrtle. Yeah. You know, uh, my dad was the third ward captain for Mayor Tulio. Oh. So we had to we had to sign on the Impala station wagon whenever the mayor was running for re-election. <laughs> And I must. I once crushed that sign. I told you that story. Ooh, I, I was backing out of the uh, the the home garage, and my door wasn't uh, high enough. And boy, <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, great memories of growing up and and dad being involved. Tell us some of your memories of, with my dad. Yeah, yeah. He was a hard worker. Yeah. He was a mailman, uh, and he would leave home at about 10 to 6 in the morning, get home about 2, 3 in the afternoon, and he'd start working on one of the cars or start mowing the grass. or Then he'd break. Well, we had dinner together. We always had dinner together, which was nice. And then after dinner, he usually went downstairs, and he'd repair TVs down there. Like like as a side gig? Yeah, that was a side gig he did, and he never charged enough. I remember that <laughs> uh, to really make any money at it. But you know, he always got any expenses he had paid for by the person that gave him the TV. Sure. But he really did a great job. And because of that, he got a lot of TVs. And we had a TV literally in every room in our house. <laughs> you inherited the Yes, TVs. the dining room, the living room, the bedrooms, you know. That's funny. It, it, was, it, was, uh, it was pretty incredible. He, All those TVs and three channels to watch. That's right. Although we, we, he also put a rotor on our antenna on the roof. So yes. we could get a couple Canadian stations. We could get 
different stations. Right, 43 out of uh, yes. Lorraine, Ohio, yes. right? Yes, <laughs> Oh, my so, gosh. So we did get to watch a lot of interesting TV. Yes. And, and uh, you know, and... Uh, I mean, he worked. You know, he worked in public service. Yes. And do you feel like that was influential on your desire for public service? I, I think it did have a lot of influence on me. My mom was a school teacher too. She started. She taught at St. Benedict mm-hmm. Academy first, and then moved to uh, Academy High School. Yeah, taught there. Was well respected. In fact, every once in a while, I'll run into somebody in Erie that said, "I had your mother at Academy in England, wow. teaching English." And uh, they both they were both great examples for the, the three of us kids, mm-hmm. and I think I wouldn't be half the person I am without the example that they set for me when I was growing up. Talk about your your style of fatherhood. What which, what are your thoughts on fatherhood? Being being a dad. Yeah, I really try to talk and listen to my children and and, and be there for them. Mm-hmm. And we have very close relationships with with all of our children. Uh, our our oldest daughter Jamie just turned thirty nine, believe it or not, and. Uh, her twin brother and sister are 37 or 36 they'll be 37 later this year and uh, I, I've been close to all of them one of my best memories about our kids is uh, when our son was in college uh, and, and Jamie might have just graduated from college but mm-hmm. they asked to talk to my wife and I in, in, a, mm-hmm. in a room and uh, we went in and our son Joe told us that he's gay he's yeah. decided he's gay and uh, I, if you'd asked me beforehand, I said, I have no idea how I'm going to react to that. But you know, after he said that, he just quieted down. And what I immediately said was, Joe, you're our son. We love you. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is. We're, and we've gotten closer and closer ever since. I'm very happy about that. The, the, the climate of unconditional love. Yes. It has to kind of dominate a family, doesn't it? It, it? it does. And that existed with my parents growing up, and I think with my wife Rhonda's parents growing up too. And so it was a na- very natural thing for us to continue that. And I, I'm, I'm glad we did, and we're very, very close to all our children still. Do you think that our community and our society um, honors fathers enough? I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of families that the father is kind of marginalized. Yeah. You know, I don't feel a need to be honored for being a father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think if fathers give love to their kids, they'll get it back because that's what kids kids learn from you. They have no preconceptions. Uh, and so if you build that great relationship with your child as, as he or she is growing up, that they're going to love you back. And mm-hmm. you know, they're probably going to come a time when uh, I won't be as capable as I am right now and yeah. I'll need my kids more. And I know they'll be there to help us through that. That's yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it, the uh, the you know the key that we always try to instill is this place is a safe place. Uh-huh. You know Boy. that yes. that you know when when everything you know when everyone or everything may be coming against you, yes. this is going to be a place where people are for you. Yes. Yeah. And if you can establish that kind of climate yeah. in your in your home, uh, you know, it just makes for well-rounded and, uh, you, you know, pe- individuals that can can, you know, grow into yeah. what they you know, what they want to be. You know, the scripture says, train up a child in the way they should go. And, and people think, well, well, I have to steer this kid. I have to be like oh. a heavy handed. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's about discovering where that child is all about absolutely and then supporting them and guiding them and giving them resources and yeah. and correction and love and everything yeah. else yeah. You know? 
that makes very, very good sense. You know. Well, I want I wanted to uh, just kind of at least pay some some uh, recognition yes. to to Father's Day as as you're kind of Erie's dad, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, you know a lot of a lot of people look up to you and and, well, and appreciate yeah. you know all that you bring to uh, this yeah. community here. Well, one of the things I love is uh, walking down the street or going to the grocery store. People always stop me and talk to me. Some of them I've never met before, but they know who I am, and they, sure. and we we have great great conversations. And uh, I can't get enough of that, to be very honest. Mm-hmm. Although my wife's a little mad at me because it now takes us about a <laughs> half hour longer on the weekend to shop for groceries than it used to take us. But oh <laughs> hey, that's part of the conversation, and uh, it's really really a good thing. Wow. Well, happy Father's Day to everyone yes, out there, and agree. we wish you a happy Father's Thank Day, Mayor. You got it. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com. <laughs>